Listen, I get it. You like saving in Bitcoin. But check this out. You can actually complement your HODL position by investing in Bitcoin startups. If you want additional upside and enjoy learning about angel investing, you should check out Lightning Ventures. Lightning Ventures is a great way to stack real equity in Bitcoin-only companies. They've invested in businesses you've heard about on this show, including Azteco, CrowdHealth, and Swan Bitcoin. And Lightning Ventures makes it easy to get started in the world of early stage investing. The minimum investment is only $1,000 per deal, and you only invest in the deals that make sense to you. So if you want to get a behind the scenes look at the startups you know and love, if you want a chance to support their growth, and if you want another opportunity to profit as the Bitcoin ecosystem develops, check out the 60 second application in the show notes to get started today in building a world that runs on better money. Welcome to the Business Bitcoinization Show, the show dedicated to helping you enrich your life and grow your business with Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth. I'm your host, Josh Friedemann, and our guest today is Jed Powers, who's the founder of the Reading Bitcoin Center, which is an organization dedicated to educating individuals about Bitcoin and increasing Bitcoin adoption in the Reading, California community. I think this is a great episode to finish out the first calendar year of the Business Bitcoinization Show because the focus is how can we educate better? How can we increase interest and adoption of Bitcoin in our communities? But of course, before we get to today's interview with Jed, we have this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight. And this week, it's none other than the Reading Bitcoin Meetup. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or just getting your feet wet, the Reading Bitcoin Meetup is for you. Their focus is on education for the general public and helping accelerate Bitcoin adoption among merchants. They're a diverse group of people with different backgrounds, lifestyles, careers, and hobbies. One thing's brought them together, Bitcoin. They believe Bitcoin is a fairer monetary system inclusive to all with no borders. They meet up the third Tuesday of each month at Fratelli's Pizza in Redding, California from 6 to 8 p.m. Come hang out with like-minded folks. Together we win. You can find out more about them on their meetup page, which is linked down below. Now, we're going to get to our interview with Jed right after this. Business owners, unlock the benefits Bitcoin has to offer your business with a Bitcoin for Business Quick Start Guide. This 27-page guide highlights the six ways you can grow your business with Bitcoin. Check it out in the show notes. Jed, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Josh. So I like to start off every single interview with a few questions that help us to get to know you a little bit better and give us some insight for our own lives. Are you ready for these? Let's do it. When and how did you first learn about Bitcoin? That's a tough one because I don't have one event that clearly defines like somebody talking to me about Bitcoin or any of that. What I can tell you is in 2010, I got into a really bad accident and I was in a wheelchair and recovering for about a year and a half. And during that time, I was a construction worker, but I had also started dabbling in day trading and learning about investments and stuff like that. So that's where I think I came across it is when I was rehabbing. I do remember in 2012 um, mentioning to a friend of mine that I had got back 
on my motorcycle and was able to ride again. And I asked him, I was like, hey, do you accept Bitcoin for these? He was making covers for helmets that were like uh, Cookie Monster or, you know, these covers that would go over your helmet. And uh, he had fine. He told me finally I broke even on my investment. I've made back my initial investment. And I said, Hey Ahmed, do you accept Bitcoin for your helmet covers? And he looked at me and he goes, What's Bitcoin? So I was kind of a taken aback by that because here's a guy who I respected, who works in Silicon Valley, who worked in tech, and he didn't even know what Bitcoin was. So it took me a couple more years before I fully went down the rabbit hole. And I would say early 2017 is when we kind of went, not all in, but when we started really unloading some of our investments and going more into Bitcoin. So it, it, somewhere around there is when I came into, uh, I would say right around 2012, 2010 is when I started really diving deep down the rabbit hole. And uh, 2012 came, I kept going and here I am now. Question number two is this. What's an insight or fact about Bitcoin that you wish everyone understood? One fact that I wish everybody knew was it is traceable. Everybody thinks that Bitcoin is used for criminals because it's not traceable when, in fact, it is an open, transparent, distributed ledger that shows ownership. So that's that's one big thing is people need to realize that it is fully transparent. If I can link an address to you, I can look that address up. I can see what's in that address, how many inputs and outputs have ever gone into that address and if there's anything in it right now. And let me ask you this. Um, just I don't think anyone's ever answered with that before. What are the uh, pros and cons or maybe things people should just be aware of with that being the case? It's open, transparent, distributed and final settlement. So people really need to understand if they make a mistake and send something to the wrong address, it's it's up to that owner of that address to, to make it right and send it back. And in most cases, people will not do that. They'll just keep your, your Bitcoin unless it's a you know, somebody who's not nefarious that says, hey, this was a wrong transaction and then gets with you and sends it back. But um, I would say that. And then question number three, what's the Bitcoin resource that you most recommend to other people? Uh, I recommend Andreas Antonopoulos to everybody. He, as far as I'm concerned, has been in the game longer than anybody else. And if you know any history about Andreas, he's typically done everything for free. He's been mm -hmm. he speaks for free. Um I think in 2017, the Bitcoin community realized that he didn't have any money. So they donated a bunch of money to him, a bunch of Bitcoin. And now he kind of operates with that. He operates full on in Bitcoin. It, you know, everything he gets, if he gets payments from somebody, it's in Bitcoin. I think you can find videos of him talking that the United States government basically forced him to go 100% Bitcoin because of their rules and all of that. So uh, if there's any resource that I can recommend to people, it would be Understanding Bitcoin by uh, Andreas Antonopoulos, stuff like that. He, I, I've turned a lot of people on to uh, Bitcoin by letting them read that book. You know, people mm. were like, hey, if, if anybody doubts Bitcoin, give them Mastering Bitcoin from Andreas Antonopoulos. And that would pretty much convince them. So you can go to his yeah. YouTube channel. He has all of his videos, all of his talks, all of it on there for free. 
And I think you could probably even reach out to him and ask him questions and he'll respond. So these final two questions kind of veer away from Bitcoin. But the next question is this, beyond Bitcoin, what's a resource, tool, or idea that's been helpful to you or your business recently? Um, recently, something that's been helpful for me here is IBEX. IBEX makes it really easy for me to accept Bitcoin here. Um, and I accept Lightning Bitcoin here. And by the end of the day, every day, it's paid out on chain. So I would say that's the biggest resources I, that I've found here that helps me. Um, and then we get other businesses in town on, on IBEX as well, accepting Bitcoin. So I would say that's the biggest resource that I've used here over the last uh, six months or so. And now we have what we call our final arbitrary but insightful question, and it's this. As a general life principle, is it better to ask why or why not? That's that's a tough one. Um, I would initially say why, but as I grow older and I see all the shenanigans going on in the world, I think the best question is why not? Why mm. not this technology, right? What are the arguments against it? So why, why not would be my answer. Meet Linkster, your premier Bitcoin-focused advisor. Linkster caters to businesses, institutions, family offices, and high-net-worth individuals. They merge your unique financial goals and needs with Linkster's Bitcoin expertise to craft your own sustainable plan to preserve and grow the value of your hard-earned profits and retained earnings. At Linkster, it's not just advice. It's tailored execution. Connect directly with the founder by visiting Linkster.com. That's L-Y-N-C-S-T-E-R. Dot com Linkster. Secure your future with Bitcoin. Today's episode of Business Bitcoinization is proudly brought to you by Vellus Commerce, where the future of business technology meets Bitcoin. As we journey through the era of Bitcoin and its transformational impact on businesses, there's one name that stands out. Vellus Commerce. Whether you're looking to build a cutting-edge website, a seamless mobile app, or custom software, Vellus is your go-to team. They've been diving deep into the world of Bitcoin since 2014, making them one of the most experienced groups for integrating Bitcoin and Lightning payments into a variety of digital platforms. But here's what truly sets them apart. Vellus Commerce doesn't just build. They bring a wealth of knowledge to ensure your project success from day one. Their team understands the nuances of Bitcoin, ensuring that your business stays ahead of the curve. And for all business Bitcoinization listeners out there, Vellus Commerce is offering a free consultation to kickstart your project the right way. So if you're ready to future-proof your business in the coming age of hyper-Bitcoinization, head over to VellusCommerce.com or reach out on Twitter at Vellus Commerce. Let's make sure your business thrives in the Bitcoin era. Well, today we are here to talk about the Reading Bitcoin Center. Um, for those who are listening, Jed and I had a conversation because I wanted to promote the Bitcoin meetup that happened out of the Reading Bitcoin Center. But then I realized what all you're doing, Jed, and I wanted to share about that to maybe encourage some people about how they can be working in their communities or at least thinking about interacting with business owners, as well as we're going into uh, this Christmas season and people have uh, more time with family and Bitcoin may or may not be appropriate to talk about at certain family gatherings, depending on all sorts of factors. But if there's a chance to talk about it, it'd be interesting to hear about maybe some some ways that you found to be most beneficial when uh, addressing the topic of Bitcoin to people who aren't super familiar to it. So 
With all that being said, could you just share with us a little bit about the Reading Bitcoin Center and why you decided to get it started? Well, the reason I decided to get it started, to start with that, is uh, I retired from my construction job and uh, I got this building and I thought, hey, I'll just rent it out and be a landlord. Uh, and then as I'm tearing carpets out and painting and doing flooring and all these things, I realized my wife works remotely. We can just turn this instead of renting out, turn it into a place where she can work. And then I can create in the front part of the building, the Reading Bitcoin Center. And uh, so that's what, what we did. We turned it into the Reading Bitcoin Center slash her workspace in the back. She's got her bathroom, a kitchen, stuff like that. She doesn't have to deal with anybody else except for me up front. So that was kind of uh, why we why we started this. And it was kind of natural because it it's, you know, I've been doing construction for 25 years. I've been into Bitcoin for a number of years, and it's just something that I love to do anyway. Um, and we had already had our Bitcoin meetup going at that time. So I figured, hey, I can give people a, a storefront, a place where they can see out front. They can see a sign that, that says Bitcoin, Reading Bitcoin Center. And um, I've had a lot of walk-ins just because of the sign going, hey, I, I didn't know that there was anybody in Reading that, that was into Bitcoin. And then I tell them, well, in our Bitcoin meetup, there's probably 140 members. Not all of them come every week, but, you know, we mm -hmm. get a good uh, 10 or 15 people coming. I think I have a good core group of about six to eight people that help build this out, that can use this as, as they want. And then we've just been evolving from there. We're, we're going to hopefully do some classes early this next year. We've got the English version of uh, Me Premier Bitcoin, my first Bitcoin's uh, curriculum. And we have some other curriculum that we're going to use as well. But we figured, hey... Um, let's let's build this center and have it be a place with, where people in Reading can come with their questions. Um, and we're all the way from beginner to advanced. We can talk to you about running your own home node, building your own home node, running your home mining if you want to do that. I've got a couple of machines here that I use for demonstration that I bought, I think, early 2018, the first or second batch of Halong Mining's Dragon Mints. So we have a number of those that we can uh, share with people if they want to take one home. And they, I, I have an open thing out there going, hey, if you guys want to take one home and you want to use your electricity, I'll bring it in, hook it up. You guys can see how it runs and then we'll figure out how to split whatever is, is minted through that. Um, and then on to your second part of your question about the holidays and family gatherings and how you bring up these subjects. Right. Over the years, I've learned not to bring it up. You know, I wait for somebody to ask me about Bitcoin and then I tell them before we can talk about what Bitcoin is, how you can hold it and store it yourself and be your own bank and all these other things you can do with Bitcoin. We have to really dissect what money is. So you're not really going to understand Bitcoin unless you understand what money is and how we came to where we are now with 40% of our money supply printed in the last couple of years, right? So you have to dive down. What is money? Uh, and that's one thing when people come in here, I ask them, what, what do you think money is? 
you know, and typically it's, oh, it's something I take and I, I buy something at the store. And then you have to start going down, you know, the creation of money and all that other stuff and the different parts throughout history and what represented money at that time. And then you start saying, wait a minute, there's there's never, ever been a fiat currency that stood the test of time. They last for a couple hundred years and then they're gone, where this is something that can be here forever. It's open, transparent. Anybody can be involved in it. I can send it right now from here to anywhere in the world. It's borderless. I've sent it into cockpits of, of airplanes to pilots. Mm. It's, you know, it's, it's, I think it's a wonderful technology, but to understand the technology, you have to understand what is, what is money. Then we can talk about what is Bitcoin, how it's helpful for you, how to hold it securely, how to transact in the, in the environment as anonymous as possible, because as we talked about, it's not anonymous. It's an open distributed ledger. There are ways to obfuscate your identity and things like that. You know, you don't give out your XPUB address to your wallet. You keep that that because that'll show all your inputs and outputs. Create different addresses when you're dealing with different individuals. That way, not all, not one person has all your inputs and outputs of your wallet. All right. So just there, there's things that... Uh, you know, as you get into it, there's so much to learn. If anybody tells you they're an expert, run the other way, because there's things being developed every day and, and new aspects mm. of Bitcoin, you know, toolkits that are being developed for developers. And there's just so much that not one person can know at all. So that that's one of my things is, is nobody's an expert. And the core tenet of Bitcoin is do not trust, verify. Anything you hear at the Reading Bitcoin Center, anything you hear at the Reading Bitcoin Meetup, take with a grain of salt and do your own research, right? Because there's a lot of people out there that'll that'll give you all this false information and false hope, and you just you really need to dive in for yourself. And anything that you hear here, take it with a grain of salt, go home and research it. If you find out what we're telling you is true, come back with more questions. I tell people, come to the meetup, write down all your questions. Because in person and you're, you're spitballing back and forth, you can kind of forget some of the things that you wanted to ask. So having a list of questions uh, is best because then we can just kind of run through each of those. If you like our responses and you see what we're talking about, investigate those things. Now, I'm curious, knowing just a, a few moments, the the main questions that you're seeing, maybe from people in general, but I'm thinking especially uh, business owners as they're considering adopting Bitcoin. So I want to get to that in just a minute. But you also mentioned that you have people coming in off the streets. I'm curious, who is there? Does it tend to be more men, women, youth, or is it a mix of everyone? Like who is interested whenever they walk past and see the Reading uh, Bitcoin Center? I've had all ages. I've had all ages up into 60s or 70s. So, I mean, it's it's um, kids, it's uh, people who run businesses. It's uh, we've had um, financial advisors come to our Bitcoin meetups. We've had bankers come to our Bitcoin meetups, business owners, uh, people that are just getting started in life. You know, people that are just getting out of college that are, are starting their careers. So it's all a mix of everybody. And as far as their questions that they come in with, it's it's the same thing. It's it's top to bottom. It's, uh, hey, I need advice on how to self-custody. 
right? It's people that are like, hey, I know nothing about it, but I'd like to get some money uh, on an exchange so I can get some Bitcoin and then uh, hold it myself. So it's, it's, it's everybody, you know? And like I said, when they come to the Bitcoin meetup, we have to start with what is money. If you understand money, then you can kind of see what's happening with your money. It gives you a, a better insight on, on what's happening if you understand what is, what is money. So after people are interested and after they've kind of um, maybe been bitten by the bug or start heading down the rabbit hole, when, when people come back maybe a second or third time, what are, what are some of those common questions? And once again, I'm thinking specifically um, when it comes to, to business owners about Bitcoin. Do they tend to think about how can I use it in my business or are mainly people just thinking about how can I buy it for myself? As far as businesses, when I talk to them, Typically, when I go to a business owner and I'd like to get them on IBEX and accepting Bitcoin, for the first couple of times, I don't mention Bitcoin at all. I've found that it, it you have to really establish a relationship with people because otherwise they think you're, you're trying to sell them something. So mm -hmm. as far as like, uh, for instance, the Fratelli's Pizza that we use for our Bitcoin meetups, what I did was I went to them and I said, hey, look, we're coming in here weekly. And we're going to buy some beer, some pizza, some, you know, wings, whatever from you. And I'm going to swipe a card. That card's going to charge you anywhere from two and a half to three and a half percent. So once I do establish a relationship with them, I bring that to them and I say, look, I'm going to swipe a card every time. But if you'd like, you can accept Bitcoin. And if you don't believe in Bitcoin, you can get 100% of the transaction into your bank account in cash minus a 1% fee. So in effect, I'm going to come here every time and swipe a card and it's going to cost you about 3%. Whereas we can get away from that and I can pay you in Bitcoin. And if you don't believe in Bitcoin, you can get 99% of that transaction, not 97.5% or 97%, right? You can get more fr from using Bitcoin. And what I've found is the, the businesses that I've got on Bitcoin do not convert it to cash. They're keeping mm. it and it's being stored on chain in their private wallet. And I'll come into Fratelli's and Brandon will hold his thing up and they'll go, oh, I got paid out. you know. I've got, and I say, hey, every 24 hours, they're going to pay you out. So if I come in here today, you'll have that money by the end of the day in your wallet that you control. And you can be yeah. your own bank. So that's the other aspect is I... Try to teach them how you can become your own bank, how we can transact in this circular economy. You go get your haircut from Marcus Howard at Shasta Barber Company. He can go take his family to Fratelli's for a pizza night or whatever and pay in Bitcoin. And it's all amongst us. It doesn't go to a central authority that can validate that and say, yes, you can spend money here or, or, or you're going to have to wait for that money. You're getting it almost immediately, you know, so... That's kind of kind of how that's all played out. And that's that's the thing is, I think you have to establish a relationship first and then mm -hmm. they may start asking you, hey, you're having your Bitcoin meet up here. What is what is Bitcoin? You know, how can I self custody that? How can I store it? Because as you see right now with all these things going on with the exchanges is, is we have to custody it ourselves or else if you're putting it on an exchange for yield or even just leaving it on the exchange, if something happens with that exchange, Brian Armstrong came out recently and said, hey, if, if Coinbase goes bankrupt, that Bitcoin does not belong to the, the people who deposit yeah. it. It belongs to the shareholders. So 
that you know that that's huge and when you have somebody of that uh, stature saying hey anything you put on our platform is is really not yours it's the shareholders and to that to that end all of this that we've gone through in the last few months especially but you could um, you know, point to much before this uh, throughout the year, as well as in past years when we've had other blowups of, of different varieties. Uh, best practices matter a whole lot, taking uh, custody of your keys. And every time someone might say like, hey, you know, what do you think about this thing that's happened with a crypto exchange? It's a great time to also talk about how Bitcoin is different from the rest of what people call crypto. So it, it really gives great talking points if you're if you're prepared for that. And one of the things you're doing is preparing people in your community to understand Bitcoin, to accept it, to buy it, whatever else. Uh, maybe could you share with us some of your favorite things to do when it comes to conversations or things that you teach people at the Reading Bitcoin Center? It's Bitcoin, right? It's mm -hmm. just like you said, it's, it's Bitcoin, not crypto. They're not the same. Crypto is a scam. DeFi is a scam. So my main thing is just trying to teach people about Bitcoin whether mm -hmm. it's a class or a private consultation or anything like that. That's what I'm really excited about is, is, is Bitcoin and none of this other stuff. All these other things are scams. Ethereum, as far as I'm concerned, is the largest scam of them all. It's the like Saifedean says, it, uh, it is the mother a-hole that all of the crap coins come out of. And that's yeah. really what it is. All these ERC-20 tokens, those are all built on Ethereum. They're all, if Ethereum dies, 99% of the tokens die, right? It's, mm. it's Bitcoin, not crypto. So talk to us a little bit about Me Premier Bitcoin. I've seen them on Twitter. I know they're focused on education. I think based in El Salvador, maybe it's Guatemala, but they're, they're helping, uh, especially younger people from the pictures I've seen, understand what Bitcoin is. So could you talk a little bit about Me Premier Bitcoin um, as far as what it is and how you use it uh, at the Reading Bitcoin Center? So Me Premier Bitcoin stands for My First Bitcoin. They are down in El Salvador and they've got a program. I think they started with like five students and now they've got mm. hundreds of students. Right. So we've been working with them. When I say we, I it's a couple guys that help build the Reading Bitcoin Center that I consider integral in all of this. One of them is Alan Jackson. He goes by uh, Pursuing Freedom. He has Pursuing Freedom website. He's on Twitter. I think it at pursuing Frito one or something like that. And then we also have Lauren Hoddle who contribute here. And uh, so Alan has been the one that's been in contact with uh, me, Premier Bitcoin. We've done a couple of podcasts with him. He was down there speaking at the uh, Adopting Bitcoin conference recently in El Salvador. And so they have their books and we just had ours printed out the English version of Me Premier Bitcoin. And that's what we'll use for our courses and stuff like that. We have some other stuff that we'll use as well. So we got with them and we did a fundraiser for them about a month or two ago. They wanted to see if we could get all the Bitcoin meetup meetup groups involved and try to sponsor an entire class of 60 students. So we, we passed around a wallet and we did it on chain so everybody could see you know, there's no shenanigans going on. They could all trace that through the blockchain. 
We ended up putting enough through our Bitcoin meetup and some other California Bitcoin meetups, enough to put 30 students through the class, you know. Wow. And I mean, that's that's nothing to sneeze at. 30, 30 lives that we potentially changed or just at least 30 lives that we educated them as to what Bitcoin is. Mm -hmm. You know, it feels real good. So. Whenever they came out with the uh, English uh, version, they sent me a link to GitHub and said, use it as you will. And so I took that down to a local brick and mortar print shop here in Reading and had them print out a bunch of them for us. So now that we have them here, we can we can start getting going on that. Um, that's just one Incredible. of our goals here. We have a little storefront if people want to come buy some memorabilia or uh, just, just to help, you know, kind of keep our lights on and things like that going we do because this is all i'm doing all this on my own i don't have any sponsors i bought the building uh, i renovated it you know it's it's all my own money and it's something that i i i believe in and i think is the future so i i want to have a place here in town like through this whole bear market i want to have this place here so everybody sees the sign as they drive past because you know what happens, the bear market, there's crickets, there's nobody, you know, coming to the Bitcoin meetups, there's nobody inquiring about Bitcoin. But the next bull run, I hope that people will, will, will see the sign and go, hey, these guys have been here for a while. They're not some fly-by-night company. And that'll bring them in and they can bring their questions or, you know, we can help them, whatever they need. That's that's the thing is I hope that through this bear market, we can be like a trusted source of information for people and not some uh, company that's going to just try to get rich quick and try to stiff you and stuff like that. So that's that's why we're here. And we just we really just want to give everybody education and help accelerate merchant adoption, because we fully believe that at some point, the petrodollar, it will be the Bitcoin for, for oil, and it won't be U.S. dollars. If you see, there's already countries that are colluding right now to, to exchange oil in the yuan. So, I mean, it's going to happen. We're going to we are quickly losing our stature in the world is is being, you know, number one and stuff like that. And you know, I can't believe that we, for as long as we did, forced everybody in the world to use U.S. dollars to buy oil. So I think at some mm -hmm. point we will we will overtake the, you know, Bitcoin will be the petrodollar. It will be what's used to exchange commodities in the world. In just a second, I want to uh, hear a little bit about where people can go to find out more about the Reading Bitcoin Center. But maybe before that, do you have any long-term vision for what you'd like to become or is it really just like you know keep showing up for the community make sure that you're there for people help them in whatever way you can as it relates to bitcoin i would like to be around for that right just have a place where people can walk in and talk but eventually it would be i'd like to partner with one of the colleges whether it's chico mm -hmm. is about an hour and a half away uh, so you got chico state You've got Shasta College here in uh, Reading. Um, you've got U-Prep, which is a preparatory school for, it's a like a grade school and high school for kids. You know, I'd like to eventually hold classes here and eventually hopefully partner with one of those colleges and, and do it on a bigger scale. You know, because we're kind of limited here. We have a limited space. But if we do find it's something like El Salvador where we get five students and then all of a sudden we're growing and we have 50 or 60 students, I'd like a place where we could we could do that in a more formal setting. And I thought that a college or one of the schools in the area would be great. 
But, you know, all of this just takes a lot of work. And to, to get to yep. that point, it's probably going to be a while, you know. So we're just trying to build up the infrastructure now. We do our Bitcoin meetups. We're trying to just, you know, get as much uh, information and uh, get us out there as much as possible so people can connect with us. So we're on meetup.com. If you go on there and you type in Bitcoin and Reading, it'll pop up. We typically did it every week. We're scaling it back kind of to make it a little more rare because I think with people, when it's a weekly thing, they're just like, hey, we can go next week. It's not really an urgent thing. So mm -hmm. if we do like, hey, we're doing the third Tuesday of every month, that's an educational event. We'll talk about Bitcoin. You know, we can if there's beginners that come, we've got a bunch of stuff we can sling up to the screen for them and then answer questions. If it's people that have been in it for a while, we can put up some tutorials about building your own home node, just things like that. So it's it's mainly just trying to get our name out there, trying to get people who are interested. Like I said, there's a lot of people that come in and they they can't believe that there's the largest community as, as it is here in Reading. So it's just connecting us with each other, right? Connecting those people that that have interest in Bitcoin, they just don't know who to talk to, right? That's why the sign is good. I got a, uh, a text from the Knoxville Meetup Bitcoin group that one of their friends that lives here in town just recently saw the sign and took a picture of the Reading Bitcoin Center and sent it to him. He goes, I couldn't believe that there's a business here. You know, what, what do they do? So I told him, hey, just have your friend grab a card. We have cards outside in a little plastic box. Grab a card, hit me up, and I can show him what we do. And uh, so, I mean, th there's interest out there from the community. They just don't know where to go. And unfortunately, um, when you have these events like FTX and all they see on the news is crypto, crypto, you know, fraud, scams, all of these things they link that back with Bitcoin. And then it, it takes a little bit to say, no, that's they're not the same. They're not interchangeable. Bitcoin is Bitcoin. All this other stuff is 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 fake. It's all scams. So you shared about the, the meetup. Uh, people can find you on meetup.com. Is there anywhere else you'd like for people to go to keep in touch with the Reading Bitcoin Center and find out more about what you're doing? We do have a website that we're hoping to get finished pretty soon. Um, but in the meantime, they can always reach out to me if they need to at Reading Bitcoin Center at ProtonMail.com. So it's Reading Bitcoin Center at ProtonMail.com. No breaks. And that's Perfect. how you can get a hold of me. And then we can figure something out. You can come in here. You can come into the meetup. Uh, uh, now, I'm open two days a week because we do homeschool for our kids. And the two days I'm open is Tuesday and Thursday. And that's because they go to a, a charter school for those two days to meet with their teacher of record and to have a little friend time with some with some kids in real life. Um, so those my main goal is to educate my kids and stuff. And then this is like a secondary thing. But these are the two mm -hmm. days I can be open. That being said, if somebody can't come in and they need some help on a Saturday Email me. I can open up at any time, really. It's just those are the two days when I'm physically here. I'm pretty much guaranteed to be here every Tuesday and Thursday. If you need me to be open on a Saturday or even a Sunday, I can do that. Um, I opened up this Sunday and uh, had some people here doing some stuff. So it's not a, it's not a big deal. Um, but if you're walking by, I'm probably not going to be here on a Sunday or a Friday. It's, it's Tuesdays and Thursdays. 
Great. Well, Jed, I love what you're doing at the Reading Bitcoin Center. I appreciate you for putting in that time for your community. I'm sure they do and will appreciate in the future even more all of that effort you're doing. Thank you for your time today. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you for having me again, Josh. Well, friends, it's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Business Bitcoinization Show. If you want to reach out to either me or Jed, you can find our links down in the show notes. And if you know of someone who would enjoy listening to this episode and considering adopting Bitcoin in their business, please share it with them. As always, keep building, keep growing, and until next time, keep living and leading well. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, thank you. If you want to take a further step in your support for the show, you can help us grow by listening on Fountain, a value-for-value podcast app on iOS or Android. If you hear something you like that you disagree with or anything else, you can share it by sending some sats and adding a comment with your thoughts. Some of you have already done this, and I appreciate it. I'm going to begin reading your boosts on upcoming episodes, so if you have some insight or value to add, let the people know. Getting started with Fountain is easy. You can add Bitcoin to your Fountain wallet by using your fiat accounts or any lightning wallet and one of my favorite features is that once you're using the app you can earn stats just by listening on fountain check out the link in the show notes to get started with fountain today